Yo, 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 it's your boy Sneaky from R&R, recognition and respect. Tune in every Monday from 8 to 9 to catch up with me and my adventures and hear from my guests, ranging from artists to entrepreneurs and much, much more. Catch us every Monday of the week on the west side of the after party. See you at the party, y'all. How's everybody doing out there? Hope you're well on this beautiful Monday night. You're listening to R&R with your boy Sneaky. I got lots of gratitude today, so I'm just going to jump right in it. I had some amazing adventures this past week. I had Speakeasy Maywood at the Redwood Room, uh, my monthly event. Popped off. We did well. Unfortunately, it did start to drizzle at the end. Had to cut the show short. But hey, you roll with the punches. That's just what you got to do in this business. Uh, Followed up that with a hip-hop summit. Super educational. I learned so much. It was an incredible experience. Super intimate. I got to meet Reverie and take her photo, and she liked my stickers, and she performed this amazing set where she was just dropping knowledge, and we had uh, Dr. Stovall and Tyson Amir there as, like, guests in a panel, and we just talked about hip-hop and education and hip-hop as a as a uh, tool against oppression, you know, as that it was created in response to oppression. It's a, a black cultural artifact, and it's being co-opted by corporations to sell you shit, and it was just deep, man. I was, I was crying. I got to perform. I messed up my performance. I dropped the ball, just, you know, had a lot on my mind, blanked out. Um, but, you know, I saw Schoolboy Q on Sunday, he also fucked up, so you know what, you know, I, I only fucked up in front of 30 people, he fucked up in front of thousands, so I felt a lot better about myself, the pros could do it, hey man, it's got to dust off your shoulder, after the hip hop summit, went to the Hard Knock Entertainment event in Long Beach, I was there with Montana, uh, we got to meet the A&R from Doggy Style, Compton AV, Rel, I was kicking it with some models, I try to let them know about my homegirl Nikki's line. Hopefully, you know, we could get some, get some cross-promotion going on. And uh, finally, I, I didn't get to go to the art walk because in the morning it was drizzling. And I was already kind of like uh, had some PTSD from Friday night. Like I just did not want to have to deal with moving equipment in the rain. So I canceled last minute. Quetzal, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I'll make it up to you. I'll bring you on the show. We'll, we'll blast the art walk. We'll get it popping. You know I'm down for the cause. Uh, but, you know, took the day off, drove to San Diego. TDE was wrapping up their championship tour. And I thought it was dope that, you know, they were using boxing symbolism. And Hard Knock Entertainment was using boxing symbolism the night before. I don't know if that was intentional, but it seems like, you know, people's mindsets are in the right. You know, there's, there's obviously a wave going on with that. Uh, I thought it was really cool. SZA, uh, not, wasn't really a fan. I had heard a couple of songs, thought she was dope, but wow, did she put on a performance. Like, like wow. Like, I'm a fan now, you know? Like, she, her singing, her outfit, her stage performance, all her backup vocals. Like, as an as a artist and also as just someone who consumes music, it was, it was awesome performance. It was the first time I got to see Kendrick Lamar, so I get to check that off my, my bucket list. He was dope. Um, I'm pretty sure they were tired from this run, you know, the show wasn't as perfect as it could have been, but like I said, it's, it's just a testament that no matter what level you're at, there's always a chance to improve, there's always going to be hiccups, you know, my homegirl Nikki was talking about, you know, even Beyonce messes up sometimes, she fell, and (laughs) (laughs) And that's the end, (laughs) yeah, so you know, uh, so yeah, 
that was my wrap up of the, my recap. If you are paying attention on social media, I'm starting to put little videos to these recaps. So uh, if you want to see some visuals about the weekend, stay tuned. I'll be cutting up a video with this audio and you'll be able to kind of see what my experience was. But uh, we're going to get right into it. I got Nude Cosmetic Lashes founder hey. and owner in the house. Say Hi. what's up to the people. What's up, everybody? So if you were been following the show, we just recently did a launch for Nude Cosmetics. I told you it was a great family party, and it was an uh, awesome environment, good vibes, great music, uh, great alcohol. It was, uh, the food was incredible. I ate two plates because, you know, I had, I had to reserve one for a homie who wasn't there. I was like, yo, that's mine. Can't let that's, it go to waste. That's my plate, dog. You know what I'm saying? Bring it out. Um, so it was great, and I mentioned I was going to try to have her on, and so we're doing it now. And I'm just going to start this. So, Nikki, if someone came up to you in the street and asked you, what do you do, how would you respond to that? I would say, um, I mean, first off, I am a social media professional. I've been in the industry for about four going on five years. Um, I work for a digital marketing agency. And I feel like that experience kind of got me to where I am right now with nude cosmetics because, of course, I've for the past five years, managed to blow up several different businesses in a positive way, um, <laughs> online, on social. We get um, it. We're hip. <laughs> so I knew I knew what to do when I launched my line. Right. You know, um, I mean, I'm not where I'm. I want to be at yet, but I can definitely say that I'm getting there with the right marketing and just like the right connections. Yeah, of course. I feel like I can make it to the top, but. Through it all, there has been some struggles and difficulties, and you know, I've failed many times in the digital mar digital marketing agency um, industry. And I mean, it's it's just all about practice and perfecting your craft. And right. now I'm here, and I own my own cosmetic line. And yes, and it feels it it feels so surreal. I still feel like I'm dreaming, but it's it's happening. So. so how long has Nude Cosmetics been in the works? Is this something that you've thought about for <sighs> a long time? Did it pop up recently because yeah. you saw a hole in the market that you thought, you know, were you, you do you use lashes and you saw that yeah. there was something that they were not offering that your company offers? Kind of give us like the model. How, how did this idea come up and why, you know? So I've always been into cosmetics, you know, just makeup was always my thing. Um, I actually started looking into starting my own cosmetic line, I want to say like six years ago, but financially I wasn't there. Obviously you have to invest a lot of money before you make money. Um, and I was barely like, what, 19 at the time. I just turned 25 the day of my launch. So, so happy belated. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. So yeah, about six years. Um, I, I honestly did my research the past year. I want to say about a year I did you know, research, you know, who, where I was going to get manufactured and all that stuff. Um, so that took a couple of months. I want to say like nine months before I officially knew like, okay, this is who I want to go with. This is what I want to name my company. And the name actually came to me overnight. So for six years, I always asked myself, like, if I had a cosmetic line, what would it be named? And six years, I couldn't get it down. And then one day I was just, I got home from school really late and I was just like up watching TV and just on Instagram, you know, and I don't know where the word nude came from, but I, 
it, it just clicked with me. And, you know, like, you can even ask anybody that knows me. They're like, that kind of goes with you. Like, you know, I don't know why, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it goes with you me. You know, so. uh, we don't have to get into and those stories, yeah. <laughs> why they think so that So the whole goes meaning behind it is just, like, everybody has their own nude, you know? Like, it comes in different shades and... I don't know, like, I just knew that I wanted my product to be for everyone. And mm -hmm. a lot of um, cosmetic companies that are out right now, they don't really make it for everyone. Got it. And I wanted to make sure that my product, They have, I like, mean, a specific face shape yeah, in mind exactly. and a specific and tone And I was like, I want, you know, I'm a thick girl. Like, I want the chubby girls rocking <laughs> my stuff. I want the Latinas, the Asians, the black. I want right, everybody right, right, to be right, wearing right. my stuff. And then on top of that, you know, like, I, I'm not – vegan or vegetarian or anything like that but I knew that it was very important to a lot of people so I made sure that my eyelashes they're 100% vegan so they're obviously cruelty free so no testing um, so no, no testing okay. on animals no no nothing it's it's 100% human Remy hair so everybody could wear it um which is you know I had um one of my friends, her Instagram name is Sweatpants and Pumps, um, but she's a really big YouTuber, and she's vegan, and I met her last year when I got invited to Gen Beauty, so she actually showed up to my lunch party this year. I have photos with her on my Instagram, and she showed up, and it was just like, to see somebody that big representing and coming to support my brand, it obviously has touched somebody, you know? Right, right, right. So, yeah. That's well, you're my first uh, female guest, Okay. So congratulations. Thank you, thank I'm you for the women. Yeah, thank you for <laughs> helping my show be uh, more diverse and representative. Um, one of the reasons why I was actually really want to reach out to you and just in general, if there's anybody that knows any femme trans identifying entrepreneur, I'm really <laughs> interested in your experiences in a in like running a business because I know we hear about sexism and discrimination mm -hmm. in the workplace, mm -hmm. like can't ask for a raise, yeah. can't, can't be too quote-unquote bitchy or yeah. bossy, or, yeah. and you use some of these terms yeah. in your – and so I see you reclaiming some of that. Yeah. So I want to know if you had any kind of experiences in like this creation of your business process mm -hmm. where you were like, wow, they're treating me this way because I have a vagina. And if I was a dude, this probably would not be as yeah. hard. Like. And That's you don't have to get into details, but I just kind of feel like your experience yeah. as a woman, as a entrepreneur, a woman mm -hmm. of color, like, again, like you said yourself, not European standard yeah. of beauty, thin mm -hmm. stick mm -hmm. figure, you know? So, like, yeah. what, it, wh you know, how has that impacted this journey? How have, you know, have... I've, I've had my fair share of jobs, <laughs> and, um, you know, e each one of them was very different, but it's always been run... I've always had a, a male boss, you know, and I think it was just one job that I had in, in particular that she was a female and it was her business. Um, I don't want to get too much into detail about that, but, you know, it kind of made me see like, okay, like women can do it too. Women can hold this, am I allowed to cuss? Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. shit down. Yeah, yeah. We're freedom of speech right uh, here. First Amendment, <laughs> honoring, yeah. They hold the women, shit down. Yeah, women could run their shit. And, you know, I, I, I come from, well, my, my mom, I see her, you know, hustling every single day. My dad equally, you know, of course. But to see my mom be just as equal. Um, I actually grew up in a small town in Oregon. And my mom would work in sawmills doing 
jobs that only men traditionally could do. men yes men exactly she was cutting wood and you know getting her hands dirty just to so just she was to like rosie it. the riveter style yeah whatever <laughs> that is whatever but that's the homegirl <laughs> from the ad with oh, the bandana yeah, yeah. that's like flexing yeah, yeah yeah so she so my mom was working a male you know job and um now you know she's she's in an office she she's still you know does her thing but I I grew up with such this like image of my mom like being so powerful right. and I wanted to be that but right, right, you know right. but I don't want to get my hands that dirty yeah. <laughs> so you know I figured like I, I I really need to work hard now because you know at the time that I started getting into like the digital marketing industry I was like 20 I want to say so I, I figured if I stick to this this is this is my thing you know then right. I can obviously make something out of it i guess you can say so and yeah well it's a growing industry first growing of all industry, so if there's yeah. anybody out there who is really good at social media and doesn't know how to turn that into money yet google that shit because yeah. <laughs> there are ways to make money off of social you can make money off of anything nowadays but you know like i said per perfect your craft like it, it just all takes practice and Eventually, it paid off because I'm now able to apply it to my business and, right, and kind right. of make my, my business grow um, in that area. So, so um, let's get back to your business. Uh, we talked about – you talked about specifically wanting it to be for everybody. Everybody has their own news, yeah, different so shapes, different sizes. So is that like – the message behind is that it like is. is that the point of this business it to kind of like point. shine just that light? Show, yeah, exactly. Like just to show people that like women can be empowered as well, and like each lash style that I have, I have five different styles. They are hustler, queen, go getter, diva, and bossy. Gotcha. Just you know, that's that's a title that. I feel like every woman should hold down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I don't know if that makes sense, but you know, that's kind of how I see it. Like, yeah, it's an empowerment. It's exactly, a statement. It's, it's a, a statement. It, exactly. And it's like, what's your nude today? Well, today I'm going to be bossy. Mm -hmm. What's your nude tomorrow? It's going to be, you know, hustler and go-getter, et cetera. So I feel like that was the message behind it, but it's not only for women either, because like I, I have that. men, I, noticed I that. have men representing my brand as well. Um, I mean, my older brother, he's gay. So I'm, I've, been in that you know um you've been a supporter of the lgbtq yeah, exactly since before it was since, cool yeah, yeah since before it was yeah. a trend so right, right, right. you know and um my brother's boyfriend um you know he's been around for many many years and he's actually a really high profile makeup artist as well so okay. i gave him he did my makeup for my launch party i Is gave he him the one lashes. that was featured on your yeah. instagram uh -huh. with the red yeah yeah okay okay so um his his at is at Shablamjala. Shablamjala. <laughs> um, so yeah, he he does makeup. So I was like, you know what? You have a big following here. If you can represent my brand, that that would be awesome. Um, so you know, both men and women could, could yeah. wear nude cosmetics. And I think in today's growing politically correct society, gender neutral products are fashionable. They're yeah. in like people. They don't want to know who this is meant for because yeah. they want it to just be able to be worn. Yeah. Shouldn't matter, right? Exactly. And uh, I think that's cool. So, like, the what are the names of them again? Diva, Go-Getter, Queen, Bossy, and Hustler. And are they different styles? They're different lashes? styles. Like, each one has a different look? Yeah. Are you wearing some right now? I am. Which ones are you wearing now? I am wearing Bossy right now. So they're and what's, like, the what's the trademark? What is, like, the look? They're very – Bossy is very wispy. Okay. Um, it's a level right under Queen. Queen is higher. 
divas the most dramatic of them all. So okay. those, you know, my like drags. Like your, your rave girls yeah, or my drags okay. can, can totally rock them, um, which I did have a few rock them already. Um, Go-getter is actually the best seller, but they're very subtle. You On me, I mean, I have small eyes. You can't really tell that I'm wearing them. But, and then Hustler is one above Go-getter. So they go in different stages. So, le- so. there's levels to this yeah. shit. Got yeah. it, got it. Exactly. So which one did you say was the best? The go-getter would be like the, the best, best seller, seller right now because it's the more natural looking. You think it's because people don't want to be asked, "Are your lashes fake?" Because I, yeah. I tend to make that ask that question. I try to do it like I love more respectful, <laughs> like like at the Hard Knock uh-huh. event. You know, I was chilling with these models. Mm-hmm. Um, Una, shout out! I'll get you your at on the show as soon as I remember <laughs> it. But uh, you know. I, you know, because you're doing lashes, yeah. so I'm thinking about lashes all yeah. the time now. Because I like, I, just, I know Support. someone who's, I know someone who's in the business now, yeah. right? So, I'm looking at her lashes, and I'm, you know, she's obviously a model. Mm-hmm. She works in the industry mm-hmm. of photos and fashion mm-hmm. and videos. So I'm like, okay, are I, I'm like, not to be disrespectful, but are you wearing fake? Do you wear fake mm-hmm. lashes? And she's like, oh yeah, all the time. And so, um, I wonder if that's like an awkward conversation for some you say you don't mind i don't well, they're your lashes yeah. so yeah <laughs> conversation like, starter i'm like yeah Duh, yeah ask me about my lashes please yeah yeah <laughs> so uh i wonder if that's maybe why they sell better because pe- um, maybe some females or wh- whoever's wearing them do not want to be approaching yeah. us like is it i like to be extra yeah, so yeah. i like to wear the extra wispy you got know you, fuller look um but again it, it also depends on the person like their eye shape and you know so all of my lashes i made sure that each one at least goes with a certain eye shape so got i think go getter a lot of people you know just like a more natural look a more subtle look um right. i guess less is more nowadays not to me but <laughs> it is to some people so i have i have a style for everybody there is like a minimal like movement going mm-hmm. on in clothing and interior mm-hmm. design so i can see how maybe like even like i feel the nude mm-hmm. like quote unquote nude even like going makeup lists or like yeah. no makeup is yeah. kind of like i wish i could rock that look <laughs> but I <can>, so, <laughs> so, so yeah i mean so obviously you just launched you're in a you're you're in two industries technically because mm-hmm. the social media marketing yeah. stuff booming growing mm-hmm. probably what from for you're inside that industry from the looks of it it's not going anywhere anytime soon right it's mm-hmm. probably going to continue to be just as important yeah. online advertising yeah um so is the goal to stay there or eventually no. do you want to be able to do nude 24 7 nude is my goal what i'm trying to do is just master everything digitally right now so that way when I'm finally able to make that transition where like nude is my full time I know how to market the shit out of my product and again I've done it for several different industries I was in the auto industry restaurant industry you know optometry you know I've worked several different jobs um but still doing digital marketing right, for different those. types yeah. of companies. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're so a one now trick I'm pony. finally now I'm finally in the cosmetic industry. So I feel like I don't know, I feel like since that's my thing, that's what I know how to do and I know more about, it's it's gonna be easy, an easy transition. Got I just it. have to perfect it. So So for all you listeners out there who are at episode one, what Nikki is talking about right now is she has a paid internship, like my boy Ray said. She went and found a job in a field that was gonna be helpful to her personal business and she's there learning the tricks and the trade so that she could eventually transition all that 
and that's well. Actually, my my internship my internship was back in 2014, 2015. Okay. Yeah. So now, like this, I'm a, I'm at an actual like agency, you know. Right, so, right, right. But I I feel like give it a few years, and I'll be able to just kind of do it on my own. Kind Sweet. Of thing, so. so is nude cosmetics mm-hmm. you said cosmetics line does that yeah. mean is there more a, products yes, are coming out more products are coming out i mean hopefully sooner than later but of course you know when you first start a business it takes time everything takes time and i honestly don't i mean not to bring myself down or anything but i don't know how this is gonna go i just launched right. a week ago and right. so far pre-sale has been v- doing very well um now that i officially launched um I, I'm just seeing how it goes. You know, my website actually just launched on Friday. So I got a couple of orders in and we'll just, hopefully it, it just continues to build. And Yeah, and we did some promo here. We asked people to reach out to you on IG. You want to give your website out since you mentioned yeah, it? Let's see if so you are looking for some <laughs> cosmetic lashes. It is www.shopnudecosmetics.com. And I mean, if you're in the LA area, um, I'm, I'm always able to deliver. You guys can pick up or y'all can pay for shipping. So, <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. So you did mention something right here that is very dear to my heart. You said you're not sure how this is going to turn out. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, were there other things along the way to this point that you were investing in that you weren't sure how they were going to turn out and then they didn't turn out and so you switched gears? Is that Definitely. Is that an experience that you've had? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I hate to keep on bringing the fact that I'm doing digital marketing, but I actually tried to start my own digital marketing agency um, back in 2015. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just going up to companies and saying, hey, you know, y'all got an Instagram. Let me start it for you. And, you know, it paid the bills. But after a while, because I had no idea what I was doing, it kind of like smacked me in the face after. And it was like, shit, like I'm losing clients because – I just had no knowledge in it, you know? Mm -hmm. I had just gotten out of an internship, and I was like, oh, people get paid for this? Let me just start my own shit, you know? Right, right, right. So I I tried it, and it... I failed miserably. Um, I was unemployed for about a couple of months. I was broke. I was a college student, and I didn't know how the hell I was going to pay my next car payment. And I think because I, I knew that I wanted to do what I was doing, that... The fact that I, I just didn't give up. Like, I was still reaching out. I was, you know, looking up online, like, different, like, how do I do this, you know? Like, so I did my research. I studied. Um, and I pretty much just, like, didn't stop. Even though I was making no money at the time, I was taking on free jobs uh, just to kind of learn. I ended up working for this, like, I don't know, it was like a legal services company. I was running his Facebook and Instagram. And I was like, okay, this could pay the bills right now. And eventually I grew, and now I'm here working for a really big digital marketing agency in Beverly Hills. And, and I, do you do that on the side with your own clients, or are you like 100 no, on them? No, it's, it's there. I mean, I have my own clients within that company. Got so, you, got you, got Yeah, you. so I mean, but now it's like since I know all of this, uh, like I said, I'm going to eventually transition to where Nude Cosmetics is my only client. Are they aware <laughs> so. of Nude Cosmetics? Uh, no. <laughs> some oh, some well, are. Let's some, hope they're not listening. <laughs> no, you know what? Some some do, but I, I don't think they mind. Okay. You know, like it's just never been brought up. I feel like because I work, it's it's 
nothing but women in the office, but I'm the only one that wears makeup. So it's like I don't think they would even be interested in asking about it because they're not really into cosmetics. Gotcha. So I was just more wondering if they were supportive, if they gave you tips, if like they no. had seen your content and were like, hey, girl, try this. Like, no, I, I, I think I'm very private yeah, yeah, when it yeah. comes to my – you know, that's my the difference two lives. between you and me. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they, some definitely know. Some of the girls definitely know. But I mean, like I said, they don't really wear eyelashes. So. <laughs> what do you think was the biggest challenge of launching the company, like launching the cosmetic line mm -hmm. that you hadn't anticipated? What was like a curveball that just something that was like, oh, you did all your research, you had your plan, mm -hmm. and then this thing just came out, and you were like, whoa, why didn't I think of that? Was there anything like that, um, or were you just more better prepared than I was? I mean, I I, I definitely, I, I don't want to say that I was, like, lucky, but in a way, like, I didn't, I haven't had it yet, and I'm praying to God that I don't. I think the biggest issue was, like, financially, like, shit, like, different, you know, things were being thrown at me, like for my website, it was like, oh, I already paid the full amount to get my website started. No, well, you need this to secure this. You need, you know, and they're, they're huge payments, like 180 for this, no more for that. And it's like, I think you just have to be financially prepared to right. know, and know what you're getting yourself into. Because if not, it's like, you're going to start something and not be able to finish it because you just don't right. have the money to do so. And I was fortunate enough, you know, I got a lot of help from my parents. They're actually the ones that threw me the, the launch party. I saw that. They were there yeah, putting stuff up and setting things, <laughs> taping things. Yeah. So wheeling I parts have, of, yeah, that was I dope. have a very supportive family and I feel like, I mean, I'm 25 years old and sometimes I still feel like I have to ask permission just as like an okay to go. Mm -hmm. So like when I was finally ready to start my cosmetic line, I text my parents. We have a group chat and I was like, you guys like, do you think I could do this? Like, and my, my dad, you know, he's always been really supportive as well. And he was like, well, you know, if you don't do it, you're never going to know how it's going to turn out. It's good. And my it's mom's like, advice. well, do it. Like, you know, again, you'll never know unless you, unless you try it. So say I fail miserably, at least I could say I did it. I had my sure. own cosmetic line for what, three months? Like, at least I could whatever say I did it. it. Was, so right, whatever yeah. it was. So I'll know for next time, and I'll – not that I'm going to fail this time, but if right. there is a next time, like, I'll be better prepared. I'll know the do's and don'ts. I know to get my damn licensing before even selling, you know. So yeah, you yeah, just have yeah. to really be knowledgeable before you start anything. But you can also dive in headfirst and just kind of learn along the way, and I feel like right. I kind of did that right. a little bit. So And just, like – just to comment on that, you're not the only one. Mm -hmm. If anything, like since I started my entrepreneur journey, mm -hmm. um, been listening to a lot of podcasts mm -hmm. and listening to like a lot of people who have done it, and a lot of them say the same things. Mm -hmm. You know, is that like you you don't the best education you can get is actually going out and doing exactly. it because whatever you read in books or whatever you could mm -hmm. take a class if some person tells you how to start a business and it's not gonna be the same as yeah. when you're actually on the ground. Yeah. And I think another thing that was huge is like. Uh, the website mm -hmm. with the hidden fees and all that like yeah. obviously maybe you should have done research on your yeah. <laughs> on your, on <laughs> exactly. your web designer or exactly. like get things in writing because yeah. that is frustrating right it is it and is frustrating but you know what it, it happened and like i said my website looks looks pretty tight if you ask me it was money worth well spent money. Yeah, yeah, yeah well spent definitely. So that's what an investment is exactly right? yeah. so i mean again just do your research before doing anything and don't you know i mean 
I dove in head first. I had no idea. But like you like you mentioned, like you can read in books and you can take a, a business class. But I always told myself I'd rather learn business from somebody who actually runs a business than somebody who's teaching it, even though right. it's kind of the same thing. But I feel like when you have your own business, like you're able to spread more knowledge that way. And um, I was fortunate enough to work for um, this guy a couple of years back and I, I still remain very close to him. And I always told him like, you know, how do you do this? How do you do that? Like what's the tips to this? And he would just tell me like when you're passionate about something, it's never going to fail. Mm-hmm. You know, you couldn't fail for like a small amount of time, but you're just going to get back up and it's, it's going to keep on keeping on. I so. think your experience already showed that, right? Because yeah. even though you do social media marketing, mm-hmm. that's not your passion, right? Exactly. Your passion is cosmetics. Exactly. And now that's what you're doing. And, and now and I'm tying in the two. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think it could definitely work. I mean, yeah. So what's your next step right now? Like, because so personally, um, I work at my company mm-hmm every damn day and mm-hmm. I don't really take days off and when I do I'm still on my email yeah. and I'm still yeah I can I'm totally still relate like today <laughs> Mondays are my days off and yeah. I put that aside because I always want to be prepared for yeah. the show and today I was at UC San Diego at 11 in the morning and then I drove to a festival planning meeting and then I came over here and so like yeah my day off was not a day not off a day, at yeah. all. So what is your like day to day look like? What is your next step oh for nude? How do you how do you juggle wanting to have a full growing thriving business and still having a full time job that's highly demanding? How does it's, how does that work life work work balance work? It oh I, I feel like there's no balance right now. Um, same, I'm, I'm tired right now. I've been up since like six thirty in the morning, sometimes seven, you know, but my days start very early. I go to work while I'm at work. I'm still on my social media trying to like, you know, put some posts up and stuff like that. But definitely when I get home from work, it's my type, that type of industry just never stops. It's kind of like a 24 seven job just cause my clients reach out at different times. But I, and do you have international clients? Are they all LA based? They're um, they're all L- no, they're all it's nationwide. Okay, so, so US based. Yeah, US based. But there's based. still different time zones, right? So like if you're yes, talking to someone exactly. in Miami exactly. uh, and it's ten for them, that means they're talking to you at exactly. seven in the morning. Yeah, okay. Exactly. So you just have to. I mean, you have to find that balance, and I, I don't feel like I found it yet because I feel like there's times where I feel like I'm overworking myself, and I just tell myself like it's it's not going to be like this forever. Eventually, you know, I'm going to have somebody running these errands for nude for me, you know, and taking these deliveries and taking these shipments and stuff like that. So I feel like I I, I don't mind it now as chaotic as my life is right right. now. I don't mind it because I know eventually like it's it's not going to be like this forever, you know, so. I work 24 seven. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I I feel like I don't sleep, but um, I. It, I wouldn't even consider it work because I love what I do in both aspects. Right, right, right. So it's just kind of like I'm just, I don't know, I'm just doing my hobby 24/7. So what's the? Um, I mean, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want mm-hmm. you to give away your secrets or anything, but like, <laughs> what is the strategy right now? You're obviously trying to drive sales, right? Like yeah. that is the whole point yeah. of a bit. No, I guess not the whole point, but a huge portion of a sustainable business mm-hmm. is driving sales. Yeah. And you're doing that largely through digital marketing does that mean you have a marketing schedule and you're doing like posts or yeah i mean because that's kind of like the one dimension that i'm thinking of because i'm not in the industry so 
what so are the layers to this stuff? Is there a, is there an in-person component to it? Like, do you do, are there any product placement stuff going on right now? Not yet. Um, mainly everything is done digitally. I want to say that you just have to be very smart about how you market and who you have representing your brand. Um, because obviously if, you know, I, it's a it's a cosmetic line, and if you're giving it to drug dealers and they're out there in the street passing them out, then right. it's not going to look good for nude cosmetics, you know? So you. you definitely have to know who your audience is, who you're targeting socially, and kind of be smart about the way you market. Like, even – and I know this sounds stupid, but it even comes down to, like, how, like, your whole aesthetic looks on your page and how just, like, everything kind of, like, ties in together, I guess you can say. Um, but the goal is to have, like – my product like at actual stores and doing like in-person kind of sales rather than just online right now got but you got you I so you have like brand represent like influencers like, yeah. like the, your homegirl from youtube yeah and she's trying to push so yeah and that's so you're so you're doing combination social digital platform as well as just leveraging whatever network yeah. you can create right and now it, and it's, trying to get it's other honestly people. like it's and i always say this take every opportunity you can get and I cannot stress this enough because had I not taken an, an opportunity like years ago I probably wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today right because um, you did work an internship that was exactly. like unpaid it and, was unpaid and it and was like had brutal I said no, hours yeah and, and yeah. I had I said no I probably wouldn't be in the industry that I'm at I'm at so I think that if you just take every opportunity for example um, a friend of mine she's very like into her community she threw this um, every year she hosts this like prom dress giveaway and I'm like boom perfect female girls looking for dresses need eyelashes for prom hire me let me do their makeup for free give out my lashes for free and we'll see how it goes I got like I want to say that drove me a lot of traffic because on my boxes on my eyelash boxes it has my social media on my right. website and you saw a, a uptick I saw in followers exactly and, and it's like yeah okay like realistically high school students aren't who i'm going to target because they don't really have money to be spending yeah. on my eyelashes but they're gonna but be college students and eventually knows, they're gonna be exactly yeah. and they say every person knows three people that are watching you and you just kind of grow from there and i networked that day with even younger girls and you you know, they have theas and cousins and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Then I went to this other event. It was like a woman empowering event um, a couple months back. And I met so many women that just loved cosmetics. I had my own little booth. And mind you, my booth was like really like just not. Like you can say ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> it was really ghetto. Was like <laughs> my eyelashes were li like literally flat laid on this little table and I had a paper sign that said new cosmetics. Mm, yeah, no. And I sold, I want to say about like 50 to 60 eyelashes that night. On top of that, I, I met two new influencers that kind of shouted me out on social media. And by that, um, one makeup artist, she's an LA-based makeup artist, she reached out to me asking, you know, hey, can you send me some of your products? I have really high-profile clients. So I don't know if y'all watch the show Wags. It's Not a like, fan. Sorry. It's on Not Channel familiar. E. Yeah, it's, it's a reality TV show on Channel E. It's like women and girlfriends <laughs> of, like, football players gotcha. and whatever. It's like but on the same channel as the Kardashians? Exactly. Okay. So Not Wags, Wags Atlanta, um, I, I think her name is Telly Swift. She, her makeup artist, used my lashes on her. And it. she ended up attending the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards. So Nude Cosmetics was there. Okay. And yeah, right. That's had dope. I not gone to that one event, this chick would have never saw my eyelashes on whosoever post that it was that she saw. Right, them. right, so right. It's, and by that one post, I gained like about like 
70 followers. My, my count is kind of going up. So So I think this is important that you mention it. I'm sorry, did I interrupt you? Were no, you no, no. Up? Okay. Because, you know, you say or you tell someone, oh, I do social media marketing mm-hmm. or uh, like digital platform. Yeah. They don't probably think about you actually physically going to places yeah. and being there. They probably think it's all over the phone. Oh, no. All on the computer. You got to show your face. You have People to have be, to know who the face yeah. of Nude is. So. And Hard Knock Entertainment was saying the same thing. It's always on. It's like if you mm. think you're just going to be able to send emails to people no. and DMs. and no. They should be the ones sending you emails. Right. <laughs> because they had met you already yeah. and you've made an impact exactly. on them. Exactly. Right. So, and this is something that I think in my industry it helps a lot too this is why i go to so many events mm-hmm. and i a big Network. portion of my show is dedicated to recapping mm-hmm. stuff is because i have to be in those spaces and meet those people yeah and like rub shoulders yeah. with because who knows you know you, yeah. i showed up to a, an event i met the dude from doggy style and then yeah. maybe i get a record deal i yeah. don't know not really what i'm aiming for but hey that's <laughs> how that's how it, it works sometimes happen. you know so i think that's super important point um you have any other like little advice like that? Like that's maybe like misconceptions of what digital marketing is that maybe someone who's like trying to get or even just what cosmetic slashes like what, what maybe people think is actually mm-hmm. going on. And now that you're behind the scenes a little like, you know, is there something that you're seeing now that before you were actually doing it, you didn't really know about? And mm-hmm. now there's kind of like a, like it's definitely like I would say, like, know your product, like what you're buying from, like, a consumer perspective, it's, like, know what you're buying, you know? At the end of the day, like, some sometimes I was spending, like, 15 to $20 on eyelashes that were, like, synthetic, you know, and not really, like, good quality. And now I'm, like, okay, like, I can charge that much because mine, at the end of the day, are, like, real human hair, and they actually last a really long time. Um, so I think, like, before I got into the cosmetic, like, business, I was never really educated on any of that stuff. So just... Like I said, just and that why you're going vegan and yeah, no animal vegan, testing, yeah. real hair, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff is because yeah. that's kind of what you realize. I just think it's important to a lot of people. And high even quality, though, high yeah, quality high product. Quality yeah. And even though it might not be, uh, it is important to me at the end of the day, obviously, because I don't support cruelty, I guess you can right. say, to animals. So I think like just kind of, again, knowing who like your audience is and who's who's watching you. So, so one of the things that I'm super ignorant about and um, – when I was at Hard Knock and I was talking to Una and her at, for everybody who wants to follow this supermodel, the numera Una, uh, she started asking me a bunch of questions about your lashes. Really? And I, just because, obviously, this is her profession. Yeah. She probably buys a lot of lashes. Yeah. And she was asking me a lot of technical questions. Like, mm-hmm. is it adhesive? Is this? Is yeah. I, I don't even remember what she was asking, yeah. right? <laughs> but I think that that's something that, I don't know anything about Mm -hmm. and I was kind of hoping to see it at your launch like a PowerPoint or something of like these are the this is what everybody else has cheap ass shit here's (laughs) like my high quality so I'm wondering if you can maybe and maybe this is inappropriate I don't know if you want to like bash on other lash companies or like what Um, what separates your product like if you were to talk to a model or any of these influencers like what or maybe next time I'm in the room with someone how could I like, what would be the selling point of your, like, what is the thing that makes nude, nude that other people don't do? And is it just, like, a bunch of things? Is Obviously, we, we touched on a couple with yeah. the vegan and the real hair. I but mean, I think I want to say that's, like, the main 
the main thing that separates mine from everybody else's. Even like the most high quality eyelashes are mink eyelashes, which come from directly from mink, you know, like the animal, yeah, like the little, exactly. oh, like the same coat. Like, yeah, like oh. they're plucked off and, you know, and a lot of people pay about like 30, 30 bucks for those, you know, as for me, it's like when girls get hair extensions, you know, they don't want to go for like the shiny synthetic stuff they want to go for the Real remy indian human hair. hair yeah there's indian hair there's different kinds of hairs remy human hair is actually it's cut directly so they don't shave the girl's hair um it's directly cut from like a woman's ponytail and it's just snipped off of its virgin hair um and that's how it's off the head already so it's you know not directly shaved and plucked from their scalp, so it's not painful. It's not painful, <laughs> and there's no cruelty involved. Yeah. And so they still look; they still have hair. Yeah, afterwards, so yeah. and it's 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 human hair, so these lashes definitely last a very long time. And it's funny because my best friends are like my besides my mom, but my best friends Biggest are my supporters. my hugest supporters. And these chicks go to raves, they go to parties, they don't want to shout them like, out if they're listening. <laughs> Deaf and Char, they actually went to this like rave. I want to say like a month or two ago and the next day like those they obviously didn't wash their faces before they yeah. went so their <laughs> the lashes were still on them the next day and no well, no dents no nothing it wasn't and like peeling off because no. i always see those girls where it's peeling we're off slapping and waving yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so my secret is actually placing the whole strip under your lash line which i mean i can't really get into it right now because i can't show people but i place the whole strip under my lash line so there's no flapping and waving going on um no it doesn't irritate my eyes but yeah, and so it is a strip. There's no like, it's strip. not like They're a not glue. Well, like, yeah. So there's, you obviously have to put glue to the strip. Okay, but there okay. are individual lashes. Mine is like the full strip lash. Got it, got it, got it. So, so you're not doing like little piece by piece. No, it's, one it's just full one strip. full strip. You and apply then, the adhesive. Yeah, and if you clean them the right way, you take you take good care of them. Um, They're reusable? I've, I've used mine. I kid you not. This was just because I wanted to test to see how far. I don't know if you can tell. This is like my 30th time wearing these lashes. 30th time. 30th time wearing the same pair of eyelashes. All right. So I mean, if y'all want to jump on her Instagram because she's posting I photos. I posted a story. Yeah. They, they don't you... look crusty yet. And, you know, sometimes girls just rip them off and they look all crusty with, like, their glue on. And I knew they were fake, but <laughs> I didn't know they were old. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I obviously have to test my product before I actually make that statement. Like, they're 20 to 24 uses. So yeah, I had to test I it out because I did it and, you know, and a lot of my friends did it as well. And my cousins, they were like, this is like my 17th time. And so you so take it off and go. you put it back in the box. You put it back in the box. And then you say, And my box is cute. Your like, box is cute. My box, <laughs> box is cute. has a little window. <laughs> yeah, has a little, little window. Placement. It's, yeah, it's yeah. like a nudish, pinkish color, obviously, hence the name Nude Cosmetics. But yeah, my box is cute and you can put them back in. I eventually will come out with like actual lash um, little Kits. containers, you know, that you could put your lashes in. Um, but yeah, I mean, so vegan, real hair, uh, extended, you durable, durable, cute, fashionable. You can cry in them. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do we, is there a story so, behind that? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're gonna wrap up this segment before right. I tell you what's coming next. Uh, is there any last words? Is there any shout outs? Is there anybody that you're gonna show this? podcast too later and you just, want them to hear that you're giving them love Any, um, anything you want to say to the people i mean this if is your my mom right is here. listening right now i send her the link so <laughs> shout out to my family for always being supportive and my best friends and yeah go support nude cosmetics news cosmetics shop news shop co nude cosmetics dot com. Dot com or nude cosmetics lashes on instagram and facebook awesome 
That was dope. I super appreciate you coming out here. We're just going to do uh, the little ending portion, and I'm going to tell all the beautiful people about what's coming up. So if you came out to speak easy and you're listening, I super appreciate you coming out. I'm sorry about the rain. They're the two artists that didn't get to perform at the end, uh, Demise and Derange, will be on uh, next month's lineup. I'm going to do them a solid like that uh, because that's not cool. The Hip Hop Summit, again, super impactful, super educational, and um, I hope that we can have more discussions about arts and education and music in general, not just hip hop specifically, but music in general as a tool for to fight oppression and to uplift and to educate. I think, um, you know, I'm involved in a lot of these conversations because this is my business, but I don't think that there are a lot of conversations happening out there about the importance of arts and art programs and how even if science and mathematics and technology is the future, uh, if you don't have that creative think outside the box stuff that being an artist gives you, you're not going to know how to apply that technology in new creative ways. Like you have to still have that spark. And so I'm trying to push this. This is why I have an entertainment company in the hood. I'm trying to bring back art and education and creative thinking and outlets and all that. So if you are in Boyle Heights this coming up Saturday, May 19th, I will be at the Indie Gallery, or at the Indie Brewing Company, Indie Brewing Company for my event, Indie Gallery. Uh, my homegirl, Dancer One, will be doing live painting. I'll be DJing, and if you want to come out and have some of these conversations, have a beer, uh, eat some food, my boy Ray from Cultivarte will be there slanging merch, so you, there's a chance for you to support art, engage in art, you know, come meet me, come talk to me. If you are an artist or entrepreneur or anybody that has a message that you think would be appropriate for my show, I'm always looking for my next guests. I'm always looking to help put people on, you know, create platforms, create networks so that, you know, people like Nikki here and anybody else that can benefit from more shine and more attention that's that's what i'm trying to do because i'm loud and obnoxious and i can tell you a lot of things so give me the stuff to talk about i'll talk about it uh epic lounge is the 31st i know i'll be mentioning it again next week but i just want to cue you in that you know this is a show hip-hop history it's all about uh, female empowerment and trying to get you know female mcs female vocal artists to have their perspective, again, representation, diversity, not just as a buzzword, but as something that we do in practice and something that we try to spread and live. And, you know, that's something that I really take away from the Hip Hop Summit is that a lot of artists, a lot of entertainers, a lot of people want to say that they're about their community or that, you know, they're trying to work with the higher power or that they're trying to uplift their brothers and sisters, but then when you see what they actually do, you're not seeing that. You know, you're not getting that message because they're not starting programs for at-risk youth. They're not donating money to, you know, causes. They're buying Ferraris and Lambos and flexing about how much money they have. And they, you know, and hey, brother, get your money, live that life. But if you're going to be out there 
asking the community to support you and to buy your music and to go to your shows, then y'all need to be supporting the community, man. And that's 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 what I'm trying to do. And so if you want to call me on my bullshit, come to it. Do me, tell me to my face. We will hash it out. Conversations need to continue to happen. If that's one thing that I learned this weekend is conversations are super important. Uh, if you were watching the live stream earlier, I, when I first walked into the studio, we were bumping This Is America, and me and my boy Codon, shout out Codon for listening, me and my boy Codon had a really legit discussion about This Is America in contrast to Yay versus the people, and just how two artists are trying to use their platforms to start conversation, and which ones are harmful, and which ones are engaging, and which ones are working, and... And I think a lot of that came from the summit, the hip-hop summit. So shout out Tyson Amir, Dr. Stovall, Dr. Ochoa, Nadia Lopez, all the ELAC folks that brought me out there and put me in that space because I'm like, my mind is engaged now. I'm thinking about hip-hop differently, thinking about music differently. Um, I'm thinking about what I do differently. I'm trying to be more respectful in the way that I do things because it seems that I've been culturally appropriating this black cultural artifact that I was not really 100% aware of what I was doing. And so now I got to really, you know, rethink how I'm going to like bring respect to this thing and do it right. Um, and now that I dropped all the woke stuff, I'm going to tell you that next month is my birthday month. I'm going to be turning 29 years old. And um, I'm going to have an event every weekend of the month to celebrate because I'm a savage like that. So June 1st is going to be the kickoff. We're going to be at the Buenos Aires Grill on Pine in Long Beach. I'm going to have a couple of bottles. Uh, I'm going to try to catch a DJ set if I'm not too drunk. Um, but mainly I'm just trying to like have enough things in enough places so that I can see all my people because honestly... I've been so busy, like when Nikki was saying, you know, this entrepreneur thing is 24 hours, and I don't even have a full-time job. This is my full-time job, so I don't know how you do it, girl. Shout out to you, because <laughs> I don't know how you do it. Um, I'm over here trying to find balance, and I only have one thing to balance, so that's uh, interesting <laughs> how that is not working out yet. But um, I'm making time in June see all my people i'm gonna have events i'm gonna be long beach speakeasy indie brewery and then at a spot in anaheim that i haven't been to since halloween a couple years ago so i'm just trying to reach out i'll be getting local artists involved i'm gonna be trying to put my homies on and um it's gonna be a sick month because you know it's june it's summer it's the longest month of the year people are graduating uh you know, the weather's supposed to get better, hopefully. hopefully. I don't know what's going on with this weather. It rained at my event, y'all, and I was so traumatized that I canceled the art walk, and I haven't even talked to Ray, so I don't even know how it went down. But, um, yeah, it has definitely been an amazing weekend, and I want to just thank Nikki one more time. Thank you for coming out. Thank You're you for welcome. being my first woman guest. Thank you for giving us your unique perspective. And uh, if you... Have, when you're ready to launch something new or you have anything else to talk about, I hope you reach out and we're one of your first uh, first guests. I mean, first choices on who to go to be a guest. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, uh, obviously you're doing big things. Yeah. Um, I did notice you're getting a lot of influencers. You are getting a lot of people looking at you. You are doing the networking and doing the work and mm -hmm. putting yourself into those spaces. And 
it's dope. And that's why I support you so Thank much because I see you out there doing it. And it pumps me up to know that, one, I'm not the only one. Because, yeah. you know, and I don't know if you've had this. I mean, we still have some time. And this is nothing I thought about. I'm just going to go back. I'm just, yeah, why not? <laughs> Backtrack. <laughs> Do you have friends that, like, don't support you or don't believe in you <laughs> and like it actually like depresses you that like they don't see oh, your dreams well because we have like nine minutes right, i'll so make it fast yeah because i mean no you know what i i think i've been very blessed um to have my main group of friends very supportive i mean i could name them all but just look at my instagram they're tagged they all the tag time. me in their photos all the time and you just you I think after starting your own business, you really start seeing who your true friends are. And those who aren't supporting you are going to stand out the most, more than the people who are. And those are the ones you have to get rid of. So just erase your life with, you know, from from all that, like, toxic, just non-supportive friendships that you have. Quote, and unquote, I think, friendships. Yeah, yeah. friendships. <laughs> so I think... Um, just by doing that, you'll you'll probably get further because you're not going to have anyone to bring you down. And right. at the end of the day, people are going to talk and people are going to hate. And that just means you're doing something right. So Good. I only bring that up because, you know, like, I hear it all the time. Like, my, my mom, super supportive. Mm-hmm. Like, I love your mom. Definitely tells me to go out <laughs> and do things. But then every once in a while, she'll be like, so are you actually making any money from this? Yeah. Like, are you? And I know she says it from a good place because yeah. she's worried. Yeah. My like, mom's done it, too. My yeah. dad's done it, too. Like, uh, are you sure? Like, and I'm like, yeah, watch. <laughs> or even like uh, girls that, that want to date me are like, so, you know, you can't do this forever, right? Like, and you're like when are you going to get a real job? Me. Like, oh, this this music thing, is it going to yeah. be? Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, cut them ASAP. Cut them, <laughs> but also use them as your motivators. Mm. Like, at the end of the day, it's like you want to prove those type of people wrong. You're already proving yourself to, like, your friends and family that are supporting you. You want to prove those people wrong now. So I think just... Just continue doing it and don't give a shit about what other people say. Because I've heard some people say, like, oh, you're really going to do that? You're really going to? And it's like, yeah, and I'm doing it. And look at how far I've come now. So right. I'm doing something that you're, you haven't yeah. or that you were too afraid to do. So. And that's why I like hanging out and having these conversations with like-minded individuals because mm-hmm. we pump each other up. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're doing it. I'm doing it. They're doing yeah. it. We're all going to do it. And, uh, and I think that's super important. Like, you have a good support system. Mm-hmm. I've been putting together a good support system. So and you mentioned it a lot. It's like without that, it probably wouldn't have happened. So yeah. maybe I know there's people out there listening that probably don't have supported friends and family. Like go out and find them. Like go find yeah. that community. Go find those people who are going to support you. Go go get internships at jobs in the industry you want to yeah. be at. Go talk. Go to events and talk to people and randomly, you know, just go out there and do it because you're never going to learn. The best education is to go out and do it. Exactly. All right. Thank you. This is Recognition and Respect. You are listening to Ryan Renee, a.k.a. Sneaky, and we are here every Monday night from 8 to 9. And if you want to hear it again, there's a playback Monday through Friday, three times a day, as well as on the podcast app, as well as on the SoundCloud. Follow all the social media at Nude Cosmetics, Lashes. Cosmetics lashes yeah. as nude, nude cosmetics lashes. <laughs> Tongue twister. Yeah, what the hell, Nikki? <laughs> Did they teach you that in marketing <laughs> that you should make it easy? No. Uh, at official sneaky, at sneaky ENT, and at the after party radio. Check out the website, check out the music, uh, check out the movement. Just stay on it. And uh, we'll see you next week. Montana, can you take us out? Woo!